The Spanish announce table. Okay, we had a big weekend of wrestling, right? Good old WWE wrestling, right? The second biggest event of the year. And we even argue maybe the second biggest in wrestling. I mean, if you talk globally, some people probably heavily argue with you, but at least in the United States for sure. Uh, we had SummerSlam and that, you know, the big four, as they say, accompany these NXT takeovers. And we had NXT TakeOver Toronto. Uh, before we get into any specifics, Tom, what you got any overview, uh, bird's eye view, drive-by thoughts? I think the main event was a lot better than expected. Uh, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was um, a fun match uh, from, you know, bell to bell. Other than that, though, I wasn't necessarily overwhelmed or uh, excited after any matchup. Mm -hmm. Honestly, the thing that uh, I will remember it by is I have a PlayStation 4 and the feed on the WWE Network was god awful on PlayStation 4. And it wasn't just my PlayStation 4. Initially, I thought, oh, shit, it's my internet connection or it's the app itself, yada, yada, yada. I looked on Twitter. Everybody. No, there was, yeah, there was plenty of other reports of a shitty stream. So um, at least it wasn't me, right? It wasn't like I was singled out and what what can I do? I have no idea. So... I at least took solace in that, but it was very bad. It, I ended up having to uh, put it on my phone and then use the Apple TV and mirror it from my phone to the TV, which wasn't bad, but still, it's not what I wanted well, to do, right? Yeah. Uh, so that's really my biggest takeaway from the whole weekend. Now, NXT TakeOver was not as bad as SummerSlam. There were some moments, uh, especially during the main event, there was a couple moments where it would uh buffer bruce buffer and then skip ahead and then miss something it was weird um so uh that's that that was my biggest takeaway was unfortunately the WWE network for the first time in my experience really failed me uh but then the second thing going specifically to the matches in the main event and all that stuff was the main event from SummerSlam, and i thought it was a lot better uh than i uh anticipated yeah, you know, those app issues, I saw a lot of people referencing like, oh, you know, they updated the app and now it sucks. But I, I mean, like, I don't I don't think that's how that works. I think that if you're having streaming issues, that's generally like the server and stuff like that. Like, that could be a different issue altogether, if I'm not mistaken. Like, I don't think it's because of their redesign of the, you know, app. Well, I do think that they it? are. I, well, I do think that they are using different servers. I don't okay. think they are still on that Major League Baseball uh server stream uh you know housing of their live events i think they've gone to something different because if you remember that's the whole reason you did smackville a couple weeks ago mm -hmm. was to test how this would go when people would view in now unfortunately and it's no one's real fault but more people are going to watch SummerSlam than smackville uh so you know there's that but yeah, it was unfortunate. It wasn't fun, but it happened. And so, you know, you move on. It's technology. I work in a support role for a SaaS company, uh, software as a solution for those who don't know what SaaS means. Um, and so, yeah, I hear about this all the time, right? It's why does the spacing on your response have to be this? It should be that, blah, 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 right? I, I hear it all the time. So I empathize with the WWE network and server issues, but. 
still, it was SummerSlam. Kind of sucked that it wasn't as enjoyable um, from a viewing standpoint. But again, the matches were all fine. Nothing crazy. Nothing home run other than, oh, that main event on, uh, uh, between Seth Rollins and Brock Lesnar. That was pretty good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's... I kind of feel the same exact way. I I even watched later, like after the things aired live, so I didn't have as many of the issues, right? But I saw people's complaints kind of as that was happening. Um, and I was like, ooh, well, this ain't going good. Um, so, Well, yeah. you know what? You know what? I will also say this. So the three things. I'll do three takeaways. So the stream was one. I already said the main event till, till nauseum. But the other thing was how fucking cool was the Fiend Bray Wyatt? Yeah. Yeah. I liked it. And that's what, you know, I kind of said that I was like, I want to see difference. And I think I saw a, a, a decent amount of difference. I mean, I, I liked it. And, and still, like I said, using, you know, he's paying homage to it's, it's an, it's an evolution of the character versus just a flat out change. I like it a whole lot. Yeah. The only thing I would have changed because, you know, I can do things better than you her, 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 her is when he did that head snap. That's what I would have finished with. Uh-huh. Yeah. I would have done a head snap. And then mandible claw. I think he did a little bit too much offense. And I think kind of when we did our Saturday morning episode, I I said I didn't want to see a match. I didn't want to see back and forth. And I understand you have to give Finn something because it can't just be a total squash. Right. But I think it was a little bit longer than it should have been. And yeah, that that head snap thing, you don't want kids to obviously emulate it, but it's a movie thing. So it really wouldn't do much. But you still don't want kids to do it because they could mess up. Uh, but that was the money. When he did that, I was like, oh, shit. And right. then he did some more offense. I was like, oh, man, you should have ended on that. And then he did the mandible claw. And I was like, okay. But the coolest part was after he won. And then they did that zoom in, like scary movie style. Right. Like he's still here kind of thing. That was cool. That was awesome. I really enjoyed that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Really well done. And you can tell that like he's he's able to influence how this is being done, which is great. Right. I mean, for whatever reason, somebody's bought in and they're letting him kind of, you know, I mean, you, you can see his fingerprints all over it, and that's really cool. And it kind of um, I'm glad because that's been a major knock on WWE for a while is that, well, you know, they won't let people give their ideas. Well, maybe they would, but the only people that they trusted would just had shitty ideas, right? Until mm-hmm. until now, maybe too. So I don't know. Yeah, I liked it a lot. Yeah, I think you're right. I think I enjoyed NXT a little bit more, um, if I'm being honest, right? It, SummerSlam did have a bit of that WrestleMania feel where it was like, oh, this is still kind of going on, right? Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I, I will say this, though. The NXT TakeOver, while it was good, and I think the surprise of the night was Candice LeRae and Io Shirai. I think they did a way better job than expected, at least for me. Uh, but it wasn't an all-time great. Kind of on par with the rest of the events, even Raw and SmackDown, because they do that whole four-event weekend yeah. kind of thing that you can be a part of. Um, nothing was uh, you know, outstanding, but um, the Io Shirai-Candice LeRae match was really good. Yeah, was. However, the NXT TakeOver as a whole, I don't think is going to be as memorable as like the first Brooklyn. Sure. one or the one in Houston, things like that, uh, which isn't bad, right? Their bar is so high for those takeovers that eventually you plateau. And I think that was one of these uh, events, a plateau event where it was like, hey, that was outstanding, but it wasn't memorable, you know? Right. Well, there's that too, where this might be outstanding if you made it a WWE pay-per-view last year, you know, but 
mm-hmm. being compared to all the other NXT takeovers, especially the ones of recent memory. Um, but it's just like, okay, that, that felt like a solid B plus when you're like, man, if you would have, if this would have been what you got, you know, on the main roster for several years, you probably would have been leaping for joy. So sometimes it's a, you know, relevancy issue, but Definitely. Um, yeah, for sure. I guess, yeah, you know, unless you got anything else, we can kind of wrap that up, I guess. Yeah, let's get into the next uh, bit of information. The Spanish announce table. Tom, we like tournaments. We've been saying it for a while, right? We've been like, give us tournaments then if you got no other better ideas. And beginning live and next Monday night on Raw is the WWE King of the Ring tournament. I've got a list of 16 names, eight of Raw, eight of SmackDown. Um, What are your initial thoughts before we get into this? Love it. Like I said, I want tournaments. If you got nothing else going, uh, these are all guys at that mid-level to lower main event level type of talent. Uh, so give me it, right? Mm-hmm. I want to see it. Put it in there. I want to mm-hmm. see heel versus heel in the final uh, match or babyface versus babyface or ultra babyface versus ultra heel. Something. I just want a good story of a tournament yep. told to where we get a payoff and something memorable uh, more on the likes of an Owen Hart King of the Ring than a uh, Wade Barrett one. King of the Ring. I got this one, and as I was looking through the names to familiarize myself with them, the moment I laid eyes on this name, I'm calling this one the winner, and I will do it as I call out the names. All right, beginning with Raw, right? The Raw side of things, we've got Baron Corbin, which is a solid, solid choice, right? But not the one I'm picking. Cesaro. Cedric Alexander, Drew McIntyre, Ricochet, Sami Zayn, Samoa Joe, and The Miz. Those are the names from Raw, none of which are winning this thing, all right? Got me? What do you think of the Raw guys first? I think a King, uh, I said King already. Uh, I think a Ricochet could definitely win this tournament. Mm, King Ricochet, ooh, you're right. I mean, that could be out there. I could even see a King Baron Corbin, right? You could see a King Cesaro, easy. Um Gosh, King Sami Zayn could be interesting. King Miz could be real interesting, right? Um, King Drew McIntyre would be the Wade Barrett version. Uh, King Cedric Alexander, I don't know. We just don't know enough about him. All right, we're going to move on to SmackDown. And it will be King Ali when this is all said and done. He's in on this and winning it. Andrade, Apollo Crews, Buddy Murphy, Chad Gable, Elias, who is the current WWE 24-7 champion, which we'll get into, I guess, Kevin Owens, and Shelton Benjamin. Uh, I think King Ali, I think that's where this is going. This whole uh, shtick he's been giving us, I think they're going to ride it with that. I think we're going to get King Ali, and he's going to be like just – prophesizing all over the place and i'm probably wrong so you know no that's a solid no that's a solid third choice i definitely like it uh i'm going king kevin owens king kevin owens i think you do king kevin owens versus the best in the world chain mcmahon that's the whole tagline of the match king kevin owens versus um Best in the <laughs> no. world, Shane McMahon. Nope. I could see a King Andrade easy, right? They have him run around with uh, Vega, and she's trumping him up as the king, right? That's easy money for those two. Um, definitely, I can see a lot of these raw guys, actually, right? You know what I mean? I think I, any one of them, outside of maybe Samoa Joe, that one would feel weird, right? Um, but King Sami Zayn won't. No, Miz will get Miz. So Miz will get screwed over by Dolph Ziggler. Sure. R- read well, the names well, again. I'll well, give let's you every. Not talk about uh, the likelihood of these guys winning. We can do that, but also let's just go down that rabbit hole, right? I mean, could you write? I mean, King Miz. I feel like we could write for a year. 
right? L- I mean, listen, listen here. I I can write anything. So you <laughs> you give me any of these kings, and I can do it. I mean, think I about think also, Vince, you know, yeah. I think also what would be fun, and hopefully this is a success, is we're in the month of August right now. I wouldn't mind a December, January Queen of the Ring, right? Let's do that. Yes. We've never had a Queen of the Ring, and what what are we doing with the likes of Naomi or uh, Sonya Deville? Like, put them in a tournament. So I think that's hopefully where they go. Is this is a success, and they go into it with you know an open mind and creative juices flowing and effort. And then we go into that with queen of the ring, uh, started next year. I think if you gave Miz the keys and let him kind of be King Miz, I think it could be some comedy gold. Um, I think King King Ricochet is my pick and it's because the superhero thing. Gross. I know it. King Buddy Murphy would work out well, I guess, you know, no, he's going to get fucked up by Rowan. Yeah. Um, the King Andrade, I'm still the King Ali. I mean, I think with that, if he went heel with that shit that he's been doing, King Elias, eh. King no, Shelton Benjamin, no, yeah. oh, God, no. no, no, he's the weakest. If we're if we're doing like power rankings, King Corbin could work, but I feel like they do all of that, you know, um, fill in the blank favorite son, right? City, wherever, whatever city we're in, favorite son. And, you know, person who eliminated or uh, retired right. uh, Kurt Angle. Yeah, I, I don't know. If, yeah, he's yeah. got enough. I don't know if they're going to add Cesaro. on to that. The King of Swing and the King of the Ring. I mean, That's what you can say right there. Right. I. You know what? That might be something that, again, if you give him the, the keys to have a little leeway in what he says and how he does it. I mean, we have. I don't know if we've ever unleashed Cesaro to be what Cesaro like really wants to be, have we? Oh, we've tried. Remember, yeah. he won the first ever Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal, and then he joined Heyman. Yeah. Oh, true, uh, we've yeah. tried that yeah, League of Nations done. thing. Was he in that? I don't. Uh, I don't remember that. Yeah. I think he wasn't. You know, I'm talking but, about like Barrett. Yeah, Rusev. yeah. <laughs> it was Barrett Rusev, Del Rio, and there's a fourth member. Can't remember it. Right, so Seamus, that's who it was. Money on the line. Who's winning this? I'm going Ricochet. You're going Ricochet? But the King Ali thing is the coolest I'm, one. I'm I like your Ali. idea. Wait. I'm going yeah, with King go Ali. Ricochet. That's why they won't do it. <laughs> yeah, it's too cool. It, it makes too much sense. So I'm going Ricochet because of the whole superhero. I can, you know, believe in me. I'm a king. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, but the King Ali with the prophecies and stuff, that would be awesome. <laughs> The Spanish announce table. Tom, I'm out of toilet paper. And okay. I know a great place I can buy toilet paper. They'll ship it right to your house. It's called Amazon.com. Is that a startup? Nah, you know, they've been around for a little bit. I think they're gaining a good share of the market, and that's why we want to support them now. Gotcha. Um, don't listen to any past things we've said about them. They're great. But what we would like you to do, though, is because they offer this program is don't go directly to Amazon.com. And I'm speaking to you, the listeners here. Uh, you go to SpanishAnnounceTable.net, right? We're the only oh, people they do this yeah. for. We're the only people they do this mm-hmm. for. You go to SpanishAnnounceTable.net. We've got an Amazon link at the top of the page. You click on that. It will take you to Amazon.com. And you will pay the same price as you would if you went there directly. The thing is, Jeff Bezos will give us some of that cashola, right? That money, 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 right? Those greenbacks and Dibiase backed dollars right and we need that so we can keep the show free for you you've had some experience with this yes yeah you know i would definitely encourage all people listening uh to support that 
a young startup company, Amazon. And while you do it, uh, support this juggernaut of a podcast as we grow bigger and better and better each and every week. Uh, so let us, the Spanish announce table army, give a little rub to the small guy, Amazon, and go there by first going to our website, clicking on their link. So now you're exposed to this young startup company. And then, like Tim said, buy some toilet paper, maybe, maybe buy some tennis shoes. Hey, even get a T-shirt. And if you're not into all that stuff, you know, maybe you can just get a personal item for you yourself. But before you go to that young startup company, visit this juggernaut of a website, SpanishAnnounceTable.net. You go to the biggest, baddest podcast recorded on a Wednesday night website and you click on that link. And then that is what you do to get us some kickback so that we can show that little startup that we have a voice. The Spanish announce table. Okay. Fresh off of his behind the curtain, uh, re-signing a contract extension or whatever, right? New contract with WWE, the man, Roman Reigns. Well, he's not the man. He's the whatever. What is he? The guy? What is the Roman Reigns? The big dog, right? <laughs> Uh, the big dog, Roman Reigns, uh, in probably the best storyline they've had in a long time in this whodunit mystery, right? The twists and turns, and it's not even Roman. Roman's arguably doing the least amount of actual work in this thing. Um, Murphy and Daniel Bryan are killing it in this thing, and um, I, I love it. What are your thoughts? I always like a good whodunit. Um, this is really good. The only thing I get worried about is you had mentioned this is one of the best storylines in recent memory. It, it could be, or it also could be uh, the Horn sex swoggle. tape. Well, no, or it could be the sex tape that allegedly um, Aiden English had on oh, Lana. Yeah. Uh -huh. Remember how cool that was? The Milwaukee thing. And then it just turned into actually never mind. So I hope it's not an actually never mind. Uh, but everything leading into this has been great. Yeah, that Daniel Bryan just yelling in yes. Buddy Murphy's face backstage. Good God. Psycho Daniel yes. Bryan is the best. Is Unleashed so Psycho Daniel Bryan. Just, why did you throw that trash on the ground? Don't you know to recycle? Just yes. yelling like that in people's oh, face. The angry great. liberal, if he becomes the angry liberal. But even in this, where he like where he's going psycho like that, and then at the end where he's just like, I hate liars, right? And then just rolling yeah. Oh, just like the final death shot, right? Like it just, yeah, he is psychopathic. His explanation of why uh, Murphy lied. He's like, I get it. He had to give a name. The problem is he gave the wrong name, <laughs> right? Like, oh, well, shit. that's awesome. But it also leads to uh, Buddy Murphy maybe lying or he was lying uh -huh. this time, right? Or because Daniel Bryan's lying or. Well, because if you say Buddy Murphy lied to Roman Reigns because he was being threatened, well, then he was also lying to Rowan when Rowan uh, and Daniel Bryan had him, you know, backed up against the wall. Right. So we don't know, right? Exactly. I love it. Um, and I like the end, too. I don't like the long stare down. I, mm -hmm. if, I'm, if I'm Roman Reigns, right, If let's just say this is a shoot. If I'm Roman Reigns... And you still say, like, we're not going to tell you 
We're going to tell you next week, which whatever it's television. So let's just accept it. (laughs) Right. But I'm still, I'm going to ask something. Yeah. Who? (laughs) Yeah. Who? What? Where? Why? Does it rhyme with Shmane McMahon? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Why? Or just, you know, why are they doing this? Why why next week? Yeah. Why are you helping me? Right. Yeah. Or why are they trying to kill me? You know, Um, that I just don't like the like, oh, I'm staring at you. But I get it, right? It's television. Um, I love the storyline. I think it's fun. You know, it didn't start off the best with that weird 15 camera angle, almost fall, uh, you know, shit falls on Roman Reigns thing. But we picked it up with the uh, car wreck scene. I thought that was really good. Um, I hope it's someone cool. I hope it's something out of left field that we just don't see coming, like a Seth Rollins that would be the best. A returning best. Dean Ambrose or something. Or like the a, Usos. Or the Usos. You know? Yeah. I mean, yeah, something, right? I mean, yeah. I hope it's But what not... do you think? What do you think? I mean, I get in the feel that it is Daniel Bryan right now because I just don't know who else is on the level, you know, unless they're bringing somebody maybe over from Raw in a bait and switch, you know? Like, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's going to be Daniel Bryan because then Buddy Murphy wasn't lying, right? It wasn't Rowan. It was Daniel Bryan. And so uh, that's what I think will happen. I don't know if next week they'll say a different name, right? And we drag this on for a couple more weeks. We say it was actually Seamus. And then they're like, what in the hell? No. Um, And then, you know, it turns out that it was Rikishi and he did it for The Rock. Uh, Something like that. Um, but I think Daniel Bryan most likely will be the one. But yeah, I'm hoping for something out of left field. It's just something crazy, something memorable and crazy. Even if it's bad, just something crazy and memorable. If it was John Cena, that would be cool. Something. Yeah, something. I, yeah, something. But I'm going to applaud them. I haven't been that ending. I haven't felt like I can't wait to tune in next week. And I can't even remember when that yeah, was that done is true. perfectly well. That was yeah, good. very very well done. Uh, really good cliffhanger to get you tuned into next week, which is the whole key to television shows: is why should I tune into the next thing? And that got me to tune into the next thing. So I'm uh, all for it. I like it, but yeah, I want a home run. But I'm thinking a good double with Daniel Bryan is what we're gonna get. Uh, you got to hook them like it's crack. You know what I'm talking about? You know what I'm talking about. Yes. The Spanish announce table. Tom, uh, apparently here to save the day. Uh, Super Seth is on his way. Man, they were ad nauseum making this guy to be the, I don't even know what, man. This felt way over the top. Are they leading us down to swerve us somehow or something? What do you mean? Well, it's everything was everything since the last couple times has been like, this is all I got. Now it's all like the whole, like I'm, I'm this, uh, I can't even talk about his, his speeches, right. Are all the, I'm the greatest thing. Uh, like not the greatest thing, but more so like, uh, I'm, I'm fighting for everything I got. Right. I'm fine. It's the super Cena speeches almost all over again. And, um, now suddenly he's got friends like Braun Strowman is helping this guy out. Like I just, I, something feels weird about this. I don't know where they're going. It's over the top and, overly done i think where we're gonna go is it's gonna be braun saying i want your title and at clash of champions we get braun and seth rollins i feel like so far 
again, I don't think this is Seth Rollins' fault. I don't even think it's Roman Reigns' fault. But I think Vince McMahon has a paint-by-numbers what he wants his face of the company to be. And apparently that is beat Brock Lesnar, and then your next feud is a Braun Strowman match. And that's what we're doing again, because that's exactly what Roman Reigns did when he beat Brock Lesnar. He got the title, then he went with Braun Strowman. Then, you know, he had to give up the title because he got sick. But now we're doing it again. Seth Rollins beats Brock Lesnar, and then he goes with Braun Strowman. So that is a little bit aggravating. The aspect that I hope they kind of add a wrinkle to is the third man in that ring at the end of Raw uh, it was Seth Rollins, uh, Braun Strowman, but then also Ricochet. So hopefully he can get somewhere in there where, you know, they do a six man tag next week. But then in the course of that, Ricochet, you know, tries to keep the peace. Seth Rollins shoves him a little bit. Now we get a Ricochet versus Seth Rollins match. That would be cool. Uh, but I think this is all leading to a clash of champions main event or whatever we're going to call it. Uh, match between Seth Rollins versus Braun Strowman. Yeah, we just the top guys got to be the like uber, just everything pure as the driven snow, uh, most full of integrity. Um, just uh, right, like you, yeah. You know. The 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 main event uh, attraction should be. A gimmick that's entertaining. Unfortunately, Vince McMahon has his idea of what's entertaining, and it's not this. Did you hear how? All right, what kind of person am I? Where I'm like, oh, this guy just has to be pure and and like full of integrity and just. (laughs) Well, because it's a little bit bullshit. Like, you know, we've talked about this before, but Stone Cold Steve Austin changed the game. You can't go back to the 1980s or early 90s of. Hulk Hogan, Lex Luger, Bret Hart. Shawn Michaels got a little bit risque, you know, with like uh, he had the girls behind him more so than any of the other top guys did. But all of those guys were just, your, like you said, wholesome, babyface. Yay, we're here to be the top guy. And then Stone Cold came in and was like, I'm fucking shit up. This is what's cool. And we all went, yep, that's cool. That and then cool. we got The Rock. And then we got a Triple H. Then we got a dorky Kurt Angle. Then we got some personality in that main event top spot. And then John Cena came back around and was like, hey, let's take everything back to when it was prehistoric, you know, BCSC before Christ and Stone Cold Steve Austin. <laughs> um, and now we're back to that where... It's just top guy has to be vanilla and relatable and uh, not relatable. Fighting, fighting for his life. Come on, guys. He's fighting for his life. And it's like, all right. But as I mentioned at the start of this segment, so was Roman Reigns. And then before that, so was John Cena. We've seen this story forever. And that's why I don't blame a, a Seth Rollins in this spot or even a, a Roman Reigns. It's whatever... <laughs> Whoever that is, is going to have to do that every single time because that's what the powers that be or Vince McMahon, whoever we're saying, that's what they want that spot to. Yeah, man, I just, oh, I I don't want it anymore, I guess is my beef with it. And I just, it's made me really not like I want to see Seth Rollins get beat up now. Right. But uh, I think what my point is here, though, is it's not Seth Rollins fault because we start to do this like 50 50 thing now 
where, you know, I bet you, well, like I said, we're in what August, I bet you by October, it's going to be, let's go Rollins. Rollins sucks. Let's go yeah. Rollins. Rollins sucks. But that's going to be any name, right? Oh yeah. Let's go. Let's go Cesaro. Cesaro sucks. Uh, who, who's another person that, you know, could be a main event person. Bray Wyatt. Let's go. Yeah. Let's go. Wyatt. Wyatt sucks. Uh, let's go Ricochet. Ricochet sucks. Let's go Styles. Styles sucks. Like everyone is going to get that 50-50 chant because that main event spot is ruined by the stupidity of WWE. Yeah, they won't fit. Like they won't put the character in the main event spot. They have the main event spot is the character, right? Who, regardless of the character, they're going to play that role. It's, mm-hmm. Even if their character mm-hmm. doesn't at the moment. As soon as they get there, okay, well, now you become super Seth, right? Now you become yep. super Styles. Now you become super Roman. Now you become super whoever. Super T-Mac. Hey, da-da-da-da, I am a Superman. The Spanish Announce Table. Tom, we've spent a lot of time telling folks how they can go to our website, SpanishAnnounceTable.net, and use our Amazon affiliate link, how you can use our merch table link, and you can buy something, and you can own something, and then we'll get a cut of it, and thereby you'll be supporting the Spanish announce table. But what about those folks who maybe aren't into material possessions, right? Maybe they're not into consumerism, right? Maybe they just really love this show, and they want to support us financially without you know, having another useless trinket that they don't know what to do with. I've got a solution for them, Tom, and Do maybe you? you know what I'm going, but you've heard of this small company called PayPal? I have heard of PayPal. Uh-huh. Yes, so, I do know of PayPal. Yeah, also on SpanishNownsTable.net, we're helping out again, like we helped out Amazon before, this young startup company, mm-hmm. uh, where you can go to our website, SpanishNownsTable.net, and there's a donate button, and you can just use PayPal, you use our email address, tableshow at gmail.com, and you can just donate us whatever you feel like, right? If you want to donate us a dollar, if you want to give us $10, if you want to give us, you know, $20,000, whatever you feel like. You can give to us by using tableshow at gmail.com through this PayPal link. And I think that's a great way to show your philanthropy, show how good of a person you are, and that you support the arts, right? I mean, people will respect you for this, right? Yes, they will. You need to help us, one, financially, because this podcast ain't free, and two, visit a new startup company website, paypal.com. Check it out. Donate to us and let us know your user experience on PayPal uh, in the comment section of your donation. Let us know if they're doing well. We like to keep mm-hmm. tabs on these startups we can like help Amazon them. and Google and PayPal. So, yes, let us know how your user experience was when you donate to Spanish Announce Table. Uh, the other thing that I will say is, as you had mentioned, this is art. And you know what? When you're supporting the art, you're supporting Earth. And you can't spell Earth without art. So I say donate to Spanish Nouns Table and do your deed as a citizen of this world. The Spanish Announce Table. Big, uh, big heel turn, basically, I guess you could call it, with Sasha Banks coming out. Um, I Before we get into it, I'm going to say the, the hair reveal thing, that was lame. Everything else, I enjoyed it, though. One million percent agree. Everyone played their role perfect, right? Natty played the fat friend who's too stupid to realize that she's getting hit in the face. Uh, Becky played the badass that's going to like uh, avenge. 
Right. Yeah, yeah, save the day. And also, like, she sees a wrong because Becky kind of has like a gunslinger mentality to her, too. Right. Where it's not like that she's doing good things because she's, you know, in need of friends or companionship. She's doing it because she's like, hey, that's wrong. I need to write that. So let me so let me so let me get out there and beat someone's ass. Right. Like the the old gunslingers of the, you know westerns they didn't have friends they kind of rode on their horse when they saw you know uh two guys cornering another guy in a bar or something they got off their horse and they shot the two guys and they let the guy go and the guy was very excited about the gunslinger saving his life but he's like get the fuck out of here and he just went to the next town like becky has that mentality to her and so i like that and then sasha yeah She's a bitch. She's always been a bitch. She always has resting bitch face. She always poo-poos right before she loses a match. Uh, she's all about herself. She's not inviting. She's very off-putting. Uh, she's a dick. Uh, sh- she's self-absorbed. She's an egomaniac. And that was when she was a baby face. So just imagine what she's going to do as a heel. Um with that, all, that, all, all that being said, I thought the everything was perfect. I fell for it. I thought when uh, Sasha hugged Natty and then they did the he loves you or I love you thing or whatever. And then she took two steps. I almost got up just to be like, well, I'm not going to watch this shit. And then boom, big punch to the fucking head and loved it. Absolutely loved it. But like you said, blue hair. When the fuck did that mean I'm a bad heel? I don't know. That part was stupid. Again, now, we are not the Sasha Banks fan base, right? So the Sasha Banks fan base probably cares a lot more about what her hair color is. So the reveal of that may have been a way cooler deal to them. But I think that was lame as shit. Um, well, I think it should have been if you're going to do a, a a change of hair, right? Because that is something. It's a visual to say I was this. Now I'm that right. What I would have done is had her go back to her natural hair color, right? Because yeah, well. that would show like my natural state is being a badass heel, not blue. Who the fuck cares? Now you still... She still looks like a Dollar General version of a WWE action figure with blue fucking hair. Like, it's stupid. But if you went to your natural hair color, you could get behind that, right? I I dyed my hair for the fans. I made sure that every time I was out in public, they you know thought of me as this superhero, larger-than-life character. But really, when you get down to it, I'm, you know, whatever hair color is, badass. I'm a brunette badass or whatever it is. And that it would be like, okay, now I get it. But blue, fuck you. It's no different than purple or whatever it was before. Uh, the brunette badass. So we got to, we're hashtag that. That's ours. That's us. Um, we're trademarking it. If it shows up on a shirt, you're sued. Um, <laughs> That's ours, right? But do you understand what I'm saying? Wouldn't that make more sense oh, as a hair reveal? Would, of course. I mean, this thing was just, I'm like, uh, yeah, because it wasn't, you just went from one neon color to the next, man. Like, I just like, great. I, who, I, I don't get it, but I guess maybe it's not mine to get. Um, but yes, I did like the viciousness of it, the brutality. Um, yeah, like you said, everybody played their role. I mean, it. I kind of figured out what was happening here because just, I mean, she was out there talking and then talking about her dad. I mean, I know they were in Toronto, but I was like, why the fuck are we doing this? And then when, when Sasha came out, I was like, oh, okay. 
right? Like, I was like, I get you, right? So, because I was already sitting there going, like, wow, why the fuck are we giving this so much time, <laughs> right? Um, yeah. I didn't think we were giving her a goddamn, um, you know, career achievement award out here. So I was like, what is going on here? Um, but I do like it. And I think, um, uh, you know, I was listening to Bully Ray talk on whatever the busted open. And he said, Hey, if we're being honest, your Sasha Banks is a better wrestler than Becky Lynch. Um, no. In, oh, in ring. He was like, go back and watch their things. Like he was like, and I kind of agree with him there. I um, don't. Oh yeah, no. I do. I think her biggest Becky Lynch's biggest draw is her, Mike work and demeanor. I don't think she's a hundred percent all that great in the ring and never really have. That's why I never got behind her uh, as much as everybody else was until the, you know, the man thing came around. Um, so oh, no, I, I think Sasha Banks is, is there, there's only one and this is going to sound sexist and I don't want it to be. So Katie, I apologize at any other female listeners. I apologize. There's only one good female wrestler and that's Charlotte. <laughs> Everyone else is playing for second and third. And so it's splitting hairs in oh, my opinion. Sure. Yeah. That saying like Sasha is a better wrestler than Becky. They're the same. Sasha has just as many. I smack you on the, the chest, run up the ropes. I kind of fumble. I miss a, a hurricane run it. Like well, she yeah, sucks too. too. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, look, they all suck. You're not, you're not lying there. Um, but when, whenever we talked about those great matches that this crew had coming up, she was always one of them. So we got to figure that means something. You know what I mean? It was Sasha and Bailey, And then it was like, you know, when they had these, yeah, big I events, agree with that. She was yeah. I agree um, with that. But it, I think that was because yeah. of the character, right? Her character yeah. was coming out in escalades and throwing the sunglasses and making that one Bailey super fan girl cry in the audience. Like, I thought she was the best heel. Yeah. Uh, now the tables have turned, right? Now Becky Lynch is this ultra whatever we're calling right. her. I thought also another great thing that everyone played their part and, you know, stuck to their guns and hit a home run is afterwards because Sasha, as she does, she sucks. She ended up hitting Becky in the back of the head with the chair shot. And what does Becky do? Queen of the internet takes it and says, you know, like now it's on bitch or whatever she said and took the little gif of her getting hit in the back of the head from Sasha. So now she has fueled into the fire leading into next week. So like I said, everyone did great, right? We got Natty to roll out of the ring and forget about her. Cause she sucks. And we got Sasha with stupid blue hair. Now we can finally feel good about booing her because she's a dick. And then we got Becky Lynch, the gunslinger, hopefully going back to those. Hey, in NXT, you were never really, you know, part of the four horsewomen. It was always Charlotte, uh, you know, Bailey and me, or, you know, you could go back to those days and we can get some fire promos and tweets from uh, Becky Lynch. So, yeah, I'm all in on it. I like it. It's great. The Spanish announce table. Okay, SmackDown is quickly becoming the Kevin Showens um, with Stowen Cold Kevin Owens. And this is continuing. And, uh, you know, the Shane McMahon storyline is continuing. But if they're trying to build Kevin Owens in what it appears they're trying to build him in, it kind of needs to be Shane McMahon at this point. It? Or a uh, McMahon or a... Uh, you know what I mean? Uh, so I don't know. I I don't know. What do you think? Uh, well, I'm off the train of thinking Kevin Owens is Stone Cold. I think Kevin Owens is CM Punk. I think they're doing everything they wish they could have done with CM Punk with Kevin Owens. Uh, I think he fits mo more of the the fans. Obviously, know that we don't want to see Shane McMahon. We all go like, yeah. 
well, like CM Punk was saying more of those things where Stone Cold was just like, I fucking hate everyone, including my boss. Uh, and so I think there's a little bit of difference there. Um, so I've, I, I keep feeling that Kevin Owens has more CM Punk-esque other than the stunner than Stone Cold Steve Austin, but that's splitting hairs. Um, I agree that it does have to be a Shane McMahon, but only for a couple more weeks. I don't think you go phase two with Kevin Owens, Shane McMahon. I think what you would do is get him, Kevin Owens that is, to give Shane some type of out of this world stunner. And I don't know what that'll look like, right? But like off of a cage or, you know, something like that, right? Something where it's memorable and oh my God. And that gets Shane off of TV. And then the next week you can have Kevin Owens uh, essentially doing what he did this week, celebrating. But then the real bitch gets involved and Stephanie McMahon jumps in and was like, Kevin, you're not being a team player. And you're like, God damn it. <laughs> you know, like right when we think that Kevin Owens is past the McMahon, Stephanie jumps in. And then Stephanie, this is where I would go in uh, and have some fun. I would have Stephanie use Daniel Bryan as her muscle, Bryan and uh, Rowan, and have Brian and Rowan just terrorize Kevin Owens as Kevin Owens tries to get, you know, his championship or whatever the prize is at the end of the story. Uh, but the whole B plus player you could run into, you're right. You could have Daniel Bryan say, look, the McMahons were right. I was a B plus player and it wasn't until I, you know, became a vegan or blah, 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 be, you know, recycled that I became the person who I am. And Kevin, you need to fall in line too. And then he's like, you dumb motherfucker. And then you can just do that. And then all the while it's Stephanie McMahon that just $100,000 fine or six on one match, you know, all that stuff. That's where I would go. But I'd get Shane off TV because Shane's the worst of the McMahons, if we're being honest. He fucking can't cut a promo to save his life. I think that's why we boo. It's not because the storyline is bad. It's he's droning. Yeah, I agree with him. He is droning, but I also, I mean, if we're supposed to hate it, but again, I, I'm tired of the, we're supposed to hate it because we just actually hate it. Like I, it's gotta be entertaining still. And it's that kind of isn't. Yeah. I do like the money aspect, right? If we're going to get him the sympathy and the every man uh, behind him, well, everybody hates the rich bosses get a like, you know what I mean? Control everything about you know what i mean your money and your in your livelihood so that it's an easy thing to book if you know what you're doing right right i mm -hmm. mean so yeah i like that they're involving the money aspect of it and and that they absolutely address that outwardly um yeah i think well, and then that's why and that's why if done right you can get some more story out of this right so you have you know baby face go to kevin owens and say like hey man if you hate it just like leave and then kevin owens can re you know uh respond by saying like i can't now i'm broke i need this check right like that could be an avenue you go down of why does he keep showing up every week when he knows that shane mcmahon is just gonna have elias hit him over the head with the chair or whatever it's like because he's broke because of all these fines that shane mcmahon keeps putting on him so yeah i think you could do more with the the money uh than just this one-off hundred grand fine and then move on i, I hope they do something like that <laughs>
The Spanish announce table. Tom, I spent uh, Saturday night late after leaving you know, the comedy club at Kansas City uh, in an emergency vet room until about four in the morning. Oh. Uh, one of the five dogs out here uh, got attacked by the neighbor's dogs. Uh, there's two neighbors and their dogs came out and attacked together um, and got pretty jacked up. We've got about two weeks worth of bed rest, um, oh. med induced, um, a lot of wound care, right? A lot of compresses, a lot of. Yeah, it's fun. Uh, it's, it's real no, it's fun. Not. It's that real fun. fun. So, yeah, man, that's kind of the biggest thing, um, you know, uh, really, if we're hitting a whole lot. Well, of how, how is the dog doing now? Fine. You know, uh, you know, it's just we got to kind of keep the other dogs off of her. So we've got a little pin set up, you know, with blankets and food and water and stuff. But she is laying there most of the time because, again, they're, they, they've got to keep her kind of med induced down. So she's not trying to run around on her legs, which is where a lot of these are, you know. Um, there's some deep wounds that they couldn't necessarily sew right up because they needed to drain. So we're Jeez. having it. Yeah. It was, oh, I it had my wife not been there when it started happening. Uh, the, you know, we probably would have, it probably would have died. So, um, wow. yeah, that was fun. That was real a lot. Right. Cause I get a call uh, at the end of the, you know, at the comedy club shows ending and, and she's hysterical screaming. I can kind of barely understand what's going on. I figure out what kind of what's happening. I just kind of rush out of there and head to where she, you know, sent me a text. And yeah, so I mean, we were there for about four hours while they were doing all that they do, you know. Yikes! That yeah. is not fun. Yeah, and then other than that, you know, watched all uh, all the wrestling, you know. But uh, <laughs> yeah, and then just you know, yard work around the house and all that kind of jazz and doing the family stuff. But yeah, that's kind of been consuming a lot of our time. That's for sure. Yeah, I bet definitely that sucks. Yeah, what about you, man? My weekend was violence, all violence, all the time, and I loved it. So, and it was all consensual violence. It wasn't like dog fight violence like you were describing. But Friday night, I worked in Victa FC, the all-female MMA organization at Memorial Hill. I uh, saw one of the best live fights I've seen in recent memory. Two girls, highly skilled, going at it, leaving it all in the ring. It was spectacular. I was so uh, I was so thankful to be able to see such great competition uh, Saturday night went to see ultra violent because it is, even though it's wholesome. Uh, I saw the Kansas city chiefs play their first preseason football game against the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, got some tickets to go to that. Uh, enjoyed my time there. Got to see the hall of fame, which I don't know if that's new, but it was really cool to see these little, uh, plaques and, um, different types of memorabilia from Will Shields. Yeah. Um, I think they Pro did Bowl that Jersey to Marcus Allen's pads when he broke the touchdown record, all mm -hmm. of that fun stuff. It was really yeah. cool. I think they built that like, last time when they did that, like huge 330, whatever, right. you know, where they upgraded, added more luxury boxes up. Uh, this is probably a decade ago by now, but yeah, it was really cool. It was my first time seeing it. So I really liked that. And then Sunday night was SummerSlam, uh, and you know, in between all of that, uh, watched NXT Takeover, and I took down a shed with a sledgehammer. That was fucking cool. I was like Triple H in that bitch, uh, just fucking hitting what? every goddamn thing well, in the way. Let's clarify. It was it was your shed. Sure. No, it was. Uh, <laughs> that's my shed. Um, yeah. So we're putting a driveway and garage in the backyard. With that being said, we took out a tree. Now we hired someone to do that professionally because that is very very difficult to do on your own. So we hired a company to do that, but then the shed needed to be taken down and it was 
staple gun together, you know, uh, with plywood and two by fours and all whatnot. And, uh, uh, my future brother-in-law, John, uh, came over and he kind of started the project while we were recording the podcast on Saturday morning. And then we got done with the podcast. He said, Hey, you want to take down the rest of this? And he only had about a third of it done. And I was like, fuck yes. And it was so much fun. I was fucking hitting that shit. Just here's a fucking sledgehammer. Wreck them. And I was hitting it everywhere. Uh, the only thing that did suck is sometimes you can't get as violent as you want because when you swing it and you hit it and you're trying to just take down the wall, you know, separate it from the, uh, the, the pillars that you have established, uh, you're just wanting to take that piece of plywood away from the pillar. But sometimes you get too crazy and too violent and you put a goddamn hole in the, the plywood with your sledgehammer. So sometimes I was doing that, which added a couple more swings to the, uh, destruction of the, uh, the slit or the uh shed um so yeah it was fun i liked it i enjoyed it then we pulled it down tied some rope pulled it down uh now next weekend because then it started to rain next weekend uh we gotta saw all the pieces of the uh, roof down so we can throw it in the dumpster which comes in tomorrow night and then uh hopefully then start the process of driveway and garage so it was fun violence everywhere i got to throw a sledgehammer around i got to see fights i got to see football i got to see pro wrestling couldn't have been happier it was awesome the spanish announce table okay i don't know if dolph is just doing a i can't do anything right deal here now um i kind of it was funny when he's like back is turned to miz and he's railing on him and miz just comes up and you know, does the skull crushing finale, which I wish we would rename, but, um, you know, I, I, yeah. You still thinking tag team here? What's going on? Yeah, eventually, but I love this whole Dolph. You <laughs> couldn't beat me. You, this is a flesh wound. You piece of shit. Oh, it's just, you know, it's every douchey drunk guy at a you know bar that thinks he's the coolest guy and no one really likes him because he smells like piss you know like i love it the you couldn't beat me again <laughs> yeah, oh, kid. Right, yeah oh yeah well what if you came out here you coward well, all right god damn it like i hope we go with this a little bit more i think that's funny just because if you're gonna have Sami Zayn lose every fucking match and, you know, you're going to have to have one guy that loses every match. At least it be entertaining. Last thing was funny. The Miz thing was funny. So be funny if you're just going to lose every single time. Uh, but, yeah, I still think some comment, you know, grows on Miz. Some, you know, Dolph Ziggler is going to say to another wrestler, you couldn't beat me three times in a row. And Miz is going to come out there to save him because he's going to, you know, he thinks this is going to kill himself by talking all this shit. And then that's how we get a tag team. I still think tag team, it's a little bit more murky, but I still think we get there. Hmm. You don't think a new manager or something or new, you know, I could see somebody pulling the Seamus Cesaro thing where they're like, you guys should be a tag team. Cause they keep fighting all the time. Right. And instead of fucking, well, I think other, eventually, fighting. yeah, I think it's going to be Ms. Fine sympathy uh for Ziggler because Ziggler keeps on like he's obviously down and out and he just needs a friend and oh, so instead it. of beating him up he's it. gonna be his friend. He sees Ziggler who can't do anything right, 
right? He sounds like an idiot. He just bumbles his way through life. He's getting dirty. He just stinks. Uh, he thinks he's better than he is at almost everything in life, right? And he goes, hey, man, I'm from Cleveland, too, man. Let's fucking do this, right? Like, I, I, I know Cleveland when I see it, and we're going to fucking be this, right? Like, he just sees it. Mm-hmm. He's like, that's, that's, that is exactly it, right? Like, he's the epitome of Cleveland. And I'm not going to let you sit here and do this anymore. Cleveland up. Yeah, I mean Cleveland sucks. So yeah, right. it makes exactly. Sense. So that's like what I'm it. saying. So he sees. He, so he sees him failing at everything. He sees him thinking he's better than he is. He sees him uh, moping around all the time. Right? He's kind of dirty. You never really want to hang out there. You know, uh, with him uh, as Cleveland. So he's like, hey, wait a minute, right? <laughs> or he could say, hey, you need to be better than what you are because people from Cleveland are people like me. And so then he like takes them under his wing. He could do something right. like that too. Yeah. Well, no, just that Cleveland is dirty, thinks it's better than it is, right? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah That's definitely. what I'm saying. Like, he epitomizes Cleveland. So, there we go, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> uh, yeah, hey, yeah. and Browns fans, any of you Browns fans, you guys are winning six games this year, so suck it. Ooh, snap. Yeah, they're going to fall apart, right? They're going to be one of those that are, like, fighting in the locker room. Uh, you know. The only thing Baker Mayfield's good at is running from the cops, and if you've seen the video, he isn't even good at that. I'm so excited for football. <laughs> the Spanish announce table. Tom, I want to take a second and talk about uh, the Spanish announce merch table. If you were unaware, those of you listening, we have a merch table just like you'd see at every other pro wrestling event. But this one's digital. It's a digital merch table because it's 2019 because we're cool like that. Tom, uh, you sh- care to share them uh, some details about the merch table? Yeah, the merch table has almost any and every desire you could have, uh, right? So we have t-shirts, sweatshirts, uh, flask, mouses, not the animals, but the kind that you what? use uh, in conjunction with a computer. Uh, you have coffee mugs. Uh, I think we're getting hats here soon. I mean, anything that you would want that has Spanish announce table, uh, we will have it for you. Uh, it really helps us out, and it's really cool just being completely transparent. Uh, it's really cool to see online, you know, some of our loyal listeners posting pictures with them wearing the t-shirts. Uh, I've seen those in the past and I want to see them in the future. Uh, so if you do go to the merch table, get a t-shirt, get a mug, get whatever you want, and then let us know, let us see it and, uh, help support the podcast. Yeah, do that. You go to Spanish at the top of the page. There's a link that says merch table and Tom's right. Anything you want with the Spanish announce table logo, uh, if it's not on there, let us know by sending us an email to tableshow at gmail.com, and we will find a way to get it on there. And if you want a live mouse, uh, hit me up, man. Maybe we can work something out. The Spanish Announce Table. All right. I was just about to scream at my TV that I do not want Andrade and Mysterio, and I don't want two out of three fall, two out of three fall matches again, right? And I was like, you got to make one of these a two out of falls match for fuck's sake. And then <laughs> uh, here we go, and they kept highlighting on how Mysterio's never lost two uh, in a row, which I'm sure is false, and so on and so forth. But um, yeah, then they did that backstage interview about it. So where are we going with this? Is he gonna? Are we going heel turn? Or is this just gonna be a he overcomes? 
Oh, this is going to be Dominic is ready for the main roster. Oh, and he tags yeah. with his father. Because oh, remember, God. Dominic is hanging out with uh, Rey Mysterio backstage a few months ago. So I think this is the reintroducing reintroducing of Dominic uh, on the main roster. Uh, the awesome, awesome, awesome thing would be if Dominic turns on Rey Mysterio. But I think we're just going to get the... They tagged together. They tagged together and won something. They tagged together, became tag champs. Uh, Dominic became the 24-7 champion. And then Rey Mysterio kind of rides off into the sunset. We try to make Dominic a thing. It doesn't happen. He, you know, fizzles out. And then in two years, we go like, hey, remember that one time when Dominic and Rey Mysterio wrestled together? That's what I think happens. But it's going to be fun. (laughs) It's going to be fun to have... Ray Mysterio go through this like I need something. What can I do? What can I do? I got to turn to my family. Well, Dominic's ready. Like I think that is going to be entertaining. Be like remember when Dominic was a surprise entrant and won the King of the Ring? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, something <laughs> stupid like that. Yep. The Spanish announce table. Okay, Tom, write it for me. What are we doing, Alistair Black? Oh, nothing. <laughs> Nothing. We're not doing anything. You know what would be cool? This is what I would do. If you were going to say write something, mm-hmm. do the King of the Ring tournament, right? Let's have it be Cesaro. Or no, because we already did Cesaro. Let it be Ali, right? Okay. And Ali does do that prophecy thing that you keep talking about. Uh-huh. And then you get Cesaro, or excuse me, you get uh, Aleister Black to leave his room. And instead of... Um, you know, someone knock at my door. He becomes the ying to the yang that is King Ali, where King Ali is prophesizing and all of these things. Alistair Black is like inside. This is not who you are. Like almost like a like a fortune teller or, uh-huh, or you uh-huh. know a sorcerer or something like that. Where Ali is like, what are you talking about, you idiot? You know, King Ali. He speaks in third person. King Ali uh is the best in the ring king ali uh proclaims that he will fight the darkness uh with the light and and you just have alistair black go no you wouldn't and no you don't and it's just like what the fuck does he know about ali that we don't and then that's where the program is it's this arrogant king ali versus like this sorcerer uh like almost fortune teller-esque you know demon-like baby face in Alistair Black and that's the program that I would do. That would be cool. Yeah, he's the he's that, you know, tatted up dark, but he's the he's the angel of light in that evil storyline of King Ali who who claims to be the light, right? But it's right. the darkness, right? Yeah, yeah, this wise like almost fortune teller where it's like I've seen your your kind before. You know, these tattoos tell more uh than just fun art, you know, just tell more than art they tell stories and like you fit this and like what the fuck and then how old is goddamn alistair black is he 600 years old you know uh and then he's like i will i will beat the darkness out of you king ali and he's like what the fuck i am the light you know and just boom 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 you just do the light and the darkness thing with the two of them dude this would be great and then the whole thing is that could be lifelong too because as one switches the other one could switch to be the end yeah exactly yeah as soon as king ali does 
get the darkness out of him. You know, he he turns baby face and, you know, just all I'm no longer. Yeah. yeah, I'm no longer doing that stuff. And then Alistair Black's like, but you want to. Yeah. Like, God damn it. <laughs> yeah. You know, and then, the dark side. yeah, I exactly. My, I need my villain. Right. Yeah. And then he right. becomes the villain. Right. And that's what yeah. he's even saying to him. And he can't handle that. Right. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. There could be so much if they would just hire T-Mac. Right. <laughs> yep. But what I think they're going to do is uh, I think. He keeps asking for someone to knock. I don't think we're going to go too lo- too much longer with Kofi and Randy Orton. Uh, I think uh, eventually Randy Orton's going to knock and we get Aleister Black and Randy Orton, which isn't bad, but again, fucking knocking on doors, you know? The Spanish announce table.